Howdy, folks. Hey. It is your dad's again after quite a hiatus. I, I always, between splits, I forget what this show is and how we do it. <laughs> and boy, if that is not the case this time around, what is going on here? Yeah, no, we definitely are not out of practice at all. Yeah. Um, I apologize that there's no, there are people in chat mentioning there's no pre-pod music uh, tonight. That is a function of me being on a portable setup. I am uh, live from my brother's basement. Nice. So there's <laughs> that. This is my microphone today. This little uh, Apple wired thing. Ooh, and fancy. operating off of a MacBook Pro here running Windows, which is dubious, and then run a show on an iPad that's down here because the camera for the camera angle, I have to elevate this MacBook. It's just going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. It's going to be different. New, this fresh energy. We're, what we're willing to do to bring you a pod. And the other thing is I can't actually see Cole. So I'm on a phone call. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't mention that. He can't even see me because, great plug here, since I'm not running my Elgato CamLink Pro, my uh, camera can only go to one program, you know, and it's going to Streamlabs instead of going to Google Hangouts and Streamlabs like I could do if I was recording with the beautiful Elgato CamLink Pro. So thank you to them for hooking us up on our ordinary setup yeah and uh we're powered by rip it as well so with that being said hi everyone Hello. welcome back to the show it's summer now we missed a week <laughs> because as i alluded to i'm actually on vacation this is a three week long vacation it's the longest vacation i've ever taken it's very stressful there's three <laughs> one week parts back to back like different things that we're doing Fa and three we are phases of this three vacation. phases and yeah. we are in the start of phase three. So welcome to the home stretch. I should be back in, in the comfort of my own home for next week's pod. Um, but this one will be the basement pod. Yes. This reminds me of a, there are a couple of times where I did like my in-laws porch pod. You know, oh yeah. We've that done some things over the years <laughs> uh, just to make this really interesting for ourselves. But yeah. That's no, great. It's good to have you on the other side of it for once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, so, you know, talking about the show for tonight, um, it's kind of weird, you know, since we missed week one because I was on the road, I was, in, I think I was in the Badlands in yeah. South Dakota at the time of the last show. Good place to be. Um, but we didn't get to talk about week one. We're going to just say sorry and move on to week two and really focus on what we're seeing right now more than talk about last week and this week combined. So <laughs> BC yeah. just said, is this live from the thieves den? <laughs> I guess is. that's a way to pull it off. Yeah. Basically. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're going to talk mostly about these uh, two games that we watched this past week. Of course, we'll do some listener takes and we'll hit some general things as we go. Like we always do as at, always at this time. So Jordan, without further ado, let's uh, move on to hundred talk. Okay. I'm ready. So, summer, week two, we get to play Golden Jardians. <laughs> and, you know, there's just one thing about Golden Guardians that's always a little annoying, and that's the top laner, right? Ah, uh, just the... Hey, look, let's be honest. It's wherever Ligariche is. It's got nothing to do with He's on. It's just wherever that dude is. 
I, they must have texted each other before the game to say, "Are you ready for, for this?" Right. And uh, and the, the response was yes. And then we saw what happened. It was three subsequent one v ones in the top lane. I love that. We had a best of three. They say you don't get best of threes for LCS. <laughs> we funny. got ourselves a best of three. Yeah. And it was as, as good as advertised. Um, here's another trend, Cole. I'm, I'm attributing this to the durability update. You know, <laughs> I, I have no idea. It's got probably less than 1% uh, to do with why this happened. But, <laughs> but dang it, if it wasn't fun, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put some love on the durability update. Uh, for this one who knows who knows <laughs> you can't prove it wasn't the durability update is that what they're calling it still the durability, the durability patch patch okay. yeah and that will come up i think several times tonight yeah. the funny part about that is being we don't fully get it yeah all right i don't think anybody does but we're, we're gonna go with the branding because riot can brand pretty well so yeah. we're gonna run with the durability patch and what that implies when we're talking about it um but yeah, so we had we had a, a lot of fighting mm -hmm. up there in the top lane. And not gonna lie, my I didn't get to, I didn't get to take my like live notes that I always take or that I reference during pod. But I will say I remember very keenly at that first one we won being like Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, yes. Yep, yes. that's what's going to happen this game. <laughs> so the clap pack from someday being that, you know, Someday lost the first 1v1. The yeah. clapback was very quick. It was like, it was. what, within a couple minutes. Yeah. Uh, he turned around yeah. and, and finished off that other one. And, and he had flash advantage. So he's like, well, what else would I do here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm glad it happened so quick or else who knows what would have happened. Yeah. Um, we are doing this thing, which, you know, I'm, I'm just, I guess I'm just spoiling and jumping ahead or whatever, but we're on the top. No we're just doing spoil. this thing where... Uh, our early game is a little bit anemic. Oh, yeah. And so if if this goes wrong, if someday like doesn't get that kill back, <laughs> doesn't get the, the second kill on the third 1v1, it might get a little wonky for us. Yeah. But Cole, you're a Rocket League player. That's that's a calculated in the quick chat, right? I I have full confidence that someday knew. He, he goes for that one knowing if he gets me this time, I'm going to hold my flash. We're gonna see. We're gonna get him back the next time. It's it's just the the, the natural way of things. Um, I mean, someday is still playing like the someday of old, and by old I mean last split, and by last split I mean the end of last split. Um, <laughs> and or no, sorry. And by the end of last on. split, he means like just a couple weeks yeah, in a row. Right. right. No, um, we're just kidding. We love him. He's no, no, no. I was I was thinking of. I forgot about spring, as I do sometimes. Um, I was thinking about the end of summer when we won the whole dang thing. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, someday to me still, he, he is still uh, taking on anybody. He took on Fudge. Let's get ahead of ourselves. He's taking on Licorice. He's not, he's not afraid. He's someday, he is still playing like the guy that we all know and love. And yeah. So when he, when he goes, to come back to your point, when he goes for this early 1v1, I honestly don't feel super nervous about it. Just because I, I have confidence, even if he gets bopped twice, he I think he can just turn on safe mode, and then not really give more, right? Yeah, and, uh, and unlike some lanes where I, I would not have that same level of comfort or confidence. I don't want to undersell the guy because you know he has successfully 
booted the reigning best top laner NA yeah. out of the league twice. Yeah. He, right? So so Summit no longer in NA yeah. after he was dismantled. Uh, <laughs> Alfari no longer in NA, right? Yeah. There's a, so, a, a theme here. Yeah. Um, he, he beat Summit so badly that the LPL signed him. Is that, am I right on that? I'm not sure there's a don't give more info. It kind there. of, it kind of like makes our case look worse and <laughs> yeah. we don't want that. On this no, no, no. I think that's, that's the, the point. Summit is still so good that he was picked up as an oh, import. I like that. I like, but not good LPL. enough. But not yeah. good enough. For exactly. Anime. FTX. That's right. that's right. Thanks chat. I, I knew I saw that on Twitter. That's, yeah. that's a, that's a pretty big move. It is. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure where FTX is in the standings, but it doesn't happen too often. So yeah. Someday doing uh, someday things, as always. Yeah, I, I, and on the Orn, it's like, okay, we know this, we've experienced this before. Yeah. Um, kind of wanting to see a little more um, variety, though he did take Fiora in week one, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, I honestly, I, I don't we remember. We got ourselves a Fiora, I'm pretty sure, in week one. <laughs> Since so, we didn't have a show, I was like, I was, yeah. I was, I was a lazy <laughs> I fan. I did not record it. I just <laughs> yeah. it, in Didn't one eye, DVR. out one mouth, or wherever it goes out. Yeah. Um, um, I, at some point, somebody's going to break the the meme that Orn is a bad and lazy champion to play. Like Orn Duty, he's gonna. They're gonna have to stop saying that because he was he was getting so many kills, and he he won the best of three in the top lane. Um, yeah, it's like you get to be blessed with Orn Duty. Right. I mean, or if you're against someday, you'd better watch out because you're you're <laughs> on like you're on counter orn duty. You know, can you can you not lose to, to someday's orn? Most can't not lose. In fact, <laughs> <laughs> you're a master of phrasing there. Um, yeah, I think that that part of what we're doing checks out. Uh, again, still like a little concerning to see us go down early to yeah. Golden Guardians. Look, I don't think anyone's like looking at the roster and be like, yeah, this should be a threatening, you know, team that we have to deal with. Right. You're basically looking at like a bunch of older guys, older players, <laughs> you know, that have been around for a really long time and, you know, maybe haven't achieved as much as they could have, even yeah. though, even though they all like, well, some of them have had like good, like little bumps, like good peaks or whatever, but it's just like, the roster shouldn't be that scary for us. And yet we're just going down early. It's like, I'm not sure what's going on. It's, yeah. it's basically every game, this split. Well, so, so, we have so some ideas yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like put the, put the little yeah, highlight that on your page. Yeah. And I will, we'll I will be... just say really quickly, golden guardians is in fifth place. <laughs> you know, the standings are, mean nothing. They're squarely, in the middle of the table, one game behind us. Stop it. Standings mean nothing <laughs> right now. I mean, you say that, but it is, if you look at the standings, you got Immortals and Dignitas There's at the bottom. five games. You got TL Relax. and EG at the top, plus Counterlogic Gaming. Yeah, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, it's Very good. representative it's, of what the, the <laughs> yeah. world's I actually do love it too. team it's is like, going to look At this point, I don't know what their schedule is overall. This is not the Golden Guardians pod. Uh, well, FlyQuest, 
it is the Golden Gardens pod now. C9. <laughs> CLG. This is a pretty good website I found. Anyway, your point, Cole, is accepted. Um, and I will I will allow us to move on from Golden Guardians, at least yeah. that point related. Yeah. Um, Pride Stalker has been kind of the uh, the 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 X factor for them. I feel like you know we saw like Pride Stalker Nocturne games where he would really get going. Golden Guardians had a habit of throwing away big leads and stuff last split, mm-hmm. but fortunately, despite going down a bit, we were able to keep that reined in um, to a to a good extent. Maybe it's because he was on Volibear, the useless champion. More oh, on that later. Such, um, such a sad champ. <laughs> <laughs> but we did get to see uh i think like a lot of the attention right now is on abadalia right yeah yeah and though again we're gonna you know have a, a more general discussion of him because that's been such a hot topic for these fans we should not overlook uh how he did in this game which was yeah pretty good pretty good yeah, yeah. yeah very effective seemed like yeah. the corky azir like do you remember when like last year, the the or last split, the casters would talk about like, oh yeah, Corky is here. Well, I'm sorry, you know, it's just that matchup order. It yeah. is boring, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, confirmed. It is. <laughs> it is boring. I was watching this two times in a row. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. It's just a, it's a shame. Uh, you can't fix that with the durability patch. It turns <laughs> out. It turns out. Uh, did, he, yes. did he have good moments for you that you wanted to yeah, yeah. highlight? Because I, I felt like, yo, solid game. And it is it is against a Blaze Olive. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a caveat, I guess, um, depending on how warm you are on him. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. Look pretty I, good. I had a couple thoughts. I, I made a note. I made a funny, which is that my note is a, a Blazier. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's maybe his new nickname, but his Azir, I got to tell you, he, he may have been playing on ping um, and, and no one caught it. You know, like the, the manufacturing thing they did at MSI. <laughs> they forgot, they forgot they to forgot turn to it off just turn, for him. Just, just for he, was, he was the guy that tested it out for them before. <laughs> and they and forgot they to looked, turn it off on like, his yeah, account. He, he does have 35 ping. And then they're like, actually, it's 98. Sorry. We're so sorry about that. Um, boy, if his shuffles weren't just a half beat off, I'll tell you that. Um, so I think a little bit, like he definitely, this was not a, a highlight real game for him. All joking aside, it just wasn't effective so far as like that, that piece of the kit is so important in team fights, especially. And it might just be that our guys, we had the, the tools needed to kind of evade it. Um, or he was a half step behind, whatever it's just it was. Cause is better. No, or, or it could be that. Um, but that, I think, was a, an important uh, variable in the mid lane equation in this game. Um, here's something I noticed on watching this bat. It's, it, a lot of this game felt like 100, 100T minus Abadaga. You know? Uh, he was on... <laughs> <laughs> he was, and, and, and that's not because he wasn't involved or active in the team fights he just was literally somewhere else and that's look I, I'm familiar with the idea of a split push and getting him some time on a turret to collect the gold etc but so many of these fights when I went back to watch it was four, it was literally 4v5 and we, we did you know we did a good job uh, especially when you consider it was 4v5 so um, 
it's a little bit hard to, I guess, evaluate the effectiveness of a player when they're just not even there. Um, and in some ways it feels like not even there by design. I don't know strategically if that's what you'd say. Like, I think usually it's like, hey, we'll do the, the 4v5 thing and just kind of buy you time. And then, but it seems like we just went for it. We fought him. And I think part of that, part of that was closer on Lee Sin. I think he has uh, an extra button on the keyboard, which is get kills because he was <laughs> racking them up. Um, he, his kicks always seem to find a second knockup target, like in the team fights, like <laughs> yeah. every time. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. He's, he's it's cheating. Look, He's and this is another piece of foreshadowing. He's he's good at least in, um, and that is a fun champion to watch him play. Unlike some others, I'll <laughs> leave it at that for right now. I'll leave it at that. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so for a lot of these moments, and then there were a couple moments like he did just hard int in one fight. He valked forward, which <sighs> unless you got the package, that's a one way ticket on Corky. You know, he went in and just immediately got popped by a couple of their carries. Um, and then, but, you know, and but. then to reflect the duality of the situation. Yes, he, thank you. He soloed their entire back line when it was time to fight the Elder. That's right. I was going to say, look what happens when he joins the fight and he, yeah. you know, he's fighting so with his brain. It's kind of a weird game. And I think he had a similar game on Ari, if I'm not mistaken, where it was like yeah, early on, a little shaky. And then he, he kind of like he had a, a key charm, you know. I, that's starting to feel a little bit like the identity of Abadaga for us. Maybe is he's not equal. the most, not the most reliable laner, not the most reliable kind of consistent team fighting contributor. But boy, if he doesn't know how to find a win and a key moment. Here's like, the thing. Yeah. Maybe what he's doing, maybe he's like the perpetually late to work guy. And he's got he's got his friend covering for him at the desk. So Jimmy N is like playing until he like runs up and like taps his shoulder and gets him out That's of the right. seat. That's right. And and I don't know, I guess to complete this, Jimmy N is playing remotely on ping as well. <laughs> so it's even worse. Yeah, right. He virtually taps him on the shoulder and says, I'm Right. In. The ref is always wondering why he's, you know, hitting Amazon deals during the first 15 <laughs> minutes of the game reading news stories but hey he's not cheating technically uh, i think we're being a little hard on the daga all right I, but but look yeah that's a teaser okay i offer that that's my perception it's just i feel like right now there are moments where he's not there and there are moments where he wins us the game and that's a really hard one to try to make sense of in a lot of the, the situations i'd say yeah. Well, the function of the discussion of each game is just to, for us to say a million times we're going to talk about something more generally later. So Yeah, we've checked that box. So, yeah, that's coming okay. with Abadag. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to say that we're being a little hard on him. Yeah. And we can parse that later. Uh, anything else from GG, though? Uh, the only thing I'd say is we did try to throw it back to them at the end. We, we overstated the Oh, Nexus. that was a little unfortunate. Yeah, and, and there are games where you do that and then the game lose, ends and you lose. That's Objective bounties are a thing. And oh. we saw they got they grabbed two towers at the same time with objective bounties on them. Mm. And it was like all of a sudden like our gold lead was literally gone. And I yeah. was like, yep, yeah, well. Yeah. Here, here it goes. Because um, that makes sense. 
It <laughs> definitely makes sense that you get the shutdown of you know a couple enemy champions, you take a couple objective bounty turrets, and suddenly you gain forty thousand gold. Right. Yeah. That that feels right. You know, it's just like an, <laughs> that feels right. In traditional sports, how if you're behind, you get extra points when you score toward the end of the game. You know. That's right. Yeah. Catch up mode. That's one of our favorites. Um, look, this is this is an aside, and, and we won't have a chance to talk about this in the C9 game, so I want to make sure we get it now, uh, which is to say that the CLG EG game was a certified banger, and I I'll be darned. Watch it yet. Okay, watch it. Gotcha. I don't, And I won't even spoil it for you here. Let's listen to how I'll phrase this. There was a team collecting objective bounties went ahead on gold. That happened? EG did that to us last last split do you remember this yes and and uh and look i'm not going to tell you which team was the benefactor here of this insane mechanic that is truly one of the craziest things what are I we doing even ever conceived of in a competitive environment uh <laughs> but here we are here we are ryan what are we doing <laughs> it's uh. it's truly incomprehensible how they don't the casters even call it out. They say, <laughs> they're like, well, they're ahead on gold, but surprisingly, objective bounty is still on. It's like, who who is surprised here? Yeah. Have we given over the development of this game to an AI that has locked us out? And, you know, like, they're making decisions outside the realm of human intervention. We can't influence the machine. This is the early stages of Skynet. If, well, and I guess sabotage I our esports. I'll add, if this is the most malevolent the skynet gets i'm okay with that but it does feel pretty nefarious i'm not shut it off (laughs) it's just uh so at least it wasn't us maybe that's the silver lining it wasn't us this week but man i don't know who who has got the compromise on the person who's decided to keep that going i can't figure it out (laughs) uh well that being said let's talk about cloud nine Mm-hmm. And let's talk about my caster curse, shall we? Please, please. Uh, were oh, you aware so of this? Were you watching live? I did catch it live. Okay, okay. I was maybe yeah. a few minutes behind, but I, I caught up. Yeah. So I tweet, I, I have on my Twitter, and I'm like, hey, get a rare chance to watch 100 Thieves LCS game live. So I'm going to live tweet and see how it goes. Yeah. And then, like, the first thing they show is that guy that's like, I flew here from NYC to see Cloud920. Yeah. And so this, I'm just, just having a little fun. That's yeah. all I was doing. Just, just, just enjoying myself in the moment since I had a unique opportunity. So right. I just type out, tapity tapity tap tap. Poor guy with the sign's going to go home unhappy. Tapity yeah. tapity tap. Uh-huh. And of course, <laughs> the good folks on the Riot Broadcast team put my tweet up there. Now, it was, it was all like, I, I didn't word it in any mean way at all. You know, whatever. It was just a bit of friendly banner, but they reacted really strongly to that tweet. Did you hear him? Yeah, the like, crowd was like, whoa, whoa, look at that. I, I did not get the crowd reaction that I thought that that would get. Yeah. I thought it was, you know, just a ha, 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 you know, fun times. <laughs> so good. And I knew as soon oh. as the casters reacted to that, mm. I was like, yeah, we just lost this game. And yeah. then, and then... <laughs> Right after that, or maybe right before, it was right around the same time, we draft Tom Kitch. Yeah. Well, I think right around, it must have been right around the time we <laughs> tweeted it, because they showed it after, like, they loaded it into yeah. the rip. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Because so if you look at my Twitter timestamp, yeah, timestamped it. That's yeah. right. Thank you for bringing this this up. It's it's like less than a minute later. I tweet. Never mind. We we pick Tom Kench and Volume. Yeah. Like, it's like never mind. We're gonna lose. Right? Yeah, that. He is going home happy, and I'm uh, happy for him. Yep. Yeah. So sorry. Uh, I guess with Tim mm-hmm. not around to curse everybody, you know, <laughs> I have to take up that mantle for us. Uh, yeah. It was definitely my curse. But kudos to the broadcast team for finding my tweet towards yeah. the end of the game with the Andre the Giant. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Oh, they I found, was so they, they proud they put that up. Yeah, they put up. They put up. I tweeted the. Um, yeah, the, yeah, the Andre the Giant thing, and and <laughs> they put that up as well. So I missed that. Was it during I the loved, game? It was like right after it. I think. Okay. I I love that the broadcast team did that. Yeah. It made it fun for me. Um, oh, cool. But I am sad that I cursed us. So, but let's let's get back to the the moment of realization that we were indeed w- would lose, and that was during the draft. Yeah, that's correct. So, That's look, correct. you're with me, right? As soon as we lock in Tom Kinch, it's like, oh, my gosh. We're, like, 80% likely going to win this or lose this game. Yeah. And then when we followed up with Volley Bear, it's like, all right, now we are definitely going to lose. Yeah. I know someone provided me the win rates. I think it was BC. Like, put the win rates in the Spoiler Zone channel in our Discord. And they were not as bad as you might think, and not as bad as I'm making them out to be. But yeah. you just know, and it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense because it's like, look, what is what is volleyball? Like, how does volleyball win? Man, you go really aggressive in the jungle early, and you get yourself some kills and get going. It's like, oh, yeah. closer, yeah, closer does that, man. Yeah, yeah, let's roll. And it's like, what does Tom Kench do? Absorbs a lot of damage, can find some really creative engages, save the ADC. Uh-huh. Man, that sounds like something who he can do for FBI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this should be good. But dude, we are cursed. <laughs> Those champ the, picks are cursed for us. The things that should work for us don't. I I need to check the win, the wins that we get. I need to check against what opponents those come to yeah. us. I just knew that we were gonna lose those games to the champs. That was not me being, you know, just pessimistic. I like legit knew we were gonna lose. <laughs> yeah, it's uh I mean look. I've got the stats. We can we can dig into them more if we want. Um, Go ahead, man. The thing that for me feels so counter is, and and Flower said this. It was a wonderful line. He said, "If if uh, jungle champions were spices, Volibear would be flower, right?" Or like <laughs> I missed that. It's it's a great, but it's so true. You know, it's like it's baby's first champion. You know. <laughs> You, you press this button to run faster, and then this one swipes with claws. Versus Lee Sin, it's just the, the opportunity, I think, for skill expression there is so small. It's so small. And, it, and I just kind of feel like it doesn't take that much for an enemy team to essentially eliminate your ability to do what the champion needs to do, which is like, hey, you know, try not to get run down by this giant bear in the jungle in the first you know 10 minutes of the game and if you don't you're probably fine it'll probably be fine he'll get one kill or two here or there but then we'll get to the team fight phase and he's he's just a melee minion basically you know um so i think for me that's the biggest trade-off with with volley specifically like we look we don't need to turn off the turrets he he effectively ganks under turrets every game with the the champions that we play it's like that 
I'm not getting super excited about that. I don't think that shores up a a glaring weakness in his game. You know, it's not like he's constantly failing ganks, and, and so and we, we get the that. barrage of uh, disengaging ults, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. jumping away pretty slowly and yeah. unstoppably, um, and you know, just so you can die when you <laughs> land. It's very cool. <laughs> it's very cool. Um, lay you know, lay like, some stats on us, man. I want to hear all right, stats. so. So yeah, you're you're right. Like the the win rates are not as bad as you would think. I I going into this, I sort of expected. I pulled stats for Volley, TK, and Senna. Is this general those, stats or stats us on those teams? Uh, us, just these specific okay. players. So, um, and it's since the start of summer. So basically, a, a full year, right? Summer and spring, because that's I feel like the most representative of this current lineup. So Bali, 60% win rate, five games played. He picks it blind a lot, which I think is interesting. Um, 80% of the time it's picked blind, so four out of the five games. Um, I mean, maybe it has something to do with us feeling like it's a safer blind pick. I don't worry about Closer playing anything into anyone, yeah. uh, to be honest with you. So I don't see that that's like a, blind, an important... <laughs> i guess that's a good point <laughs> except the one Oliver. champ i'm like <laughs> yeah i think there's one champ that he has like worse numbers on and it's udir and he's played it one time in that window i have no <laughs> idea when he played that it may be maybe a champion's queue snuck in there or something um he's like upper upper third on kill percentage middle third uh, or i guess middle yeah middle third on death percentage He's the worst in goal difference at 10 of any of the champs he's played two times or more. Mm. He's in the bottom on XP difference at 10. So like, these are the stats that you would expect. This is the champ that gets ahead early and then watch out. It's like, no, he, he doesn't though. So that <laughs> hypothesis isn't holding. Worst CS per minute, uh, bottom in damage per minute, worst in damage percent of the team. And for a closer, uh, that's, we need that. Um, and <laughs> keep in mind, this is supposed to be a champ. He's not doing a lot of, you know, fancy kicks. There's no, there's no kick in Volibear's kick. There's a swipe, um, and a stun, and but there's no, attack. there's no like utility other than turning off the turret, right? You don't count that stat. Uh, there's an auto attack. So yeah, like you, I, I can't imagine that that's where you want your damage share to be is the worst of any of the champions you play at the position. And then he's in the bottom third on gold percentage. So uh, yeah, I think your reaction is appropriate. I would say this feels like one of those champs that just isn't uh, isn't doing what it's supposed to do for us. And yeah, I guess the other thing I'd say is the three wins we have, the the sixty percent win rate. I have to attribute it to the fact that we're a good team that wins a lot of games, <laughs> right? Yeah. Where someday can carry, where FBI carries, where Abadaga occasionally has carried as well. So. Well, it, it doesn't sound good. Yeah. And beyond that, I mean, like, you know, we just didn't do what you're supposed to do with the Volibear pick. Right. So, <clears throat> you know, like, you can't AFK farm when you're picking Volibear. Now, <clears throat> someone in chat, I, I my setup doesn't, it's whatever. I forget who said it in chat, and I can't see it right now. <laughs> um, they said that he had no lanes to play to. Kind of true. Okay, so... Can we can we grant him that grace at the moment? You say, yeah, he kind of didn't really have anywhere to go with it. It felt like 
Yeah. So that's kind of true. But then why do I get that feeling before the game even starts? You know? <laughs> I like this team. I root for this team, and I think we're a good team. So I got that feeling, though. This just sucks. You got the feeling that this is... I just knew we were going to lose. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the Tom Kench just made it worse. Yeah. Yep. Stats-wise, an even easier observation oh, can, here. Yeah, run us through those real quick, and then we can yeah. talk about it. 25% win rate. So that's, that's honestly, that's way for, below for our For last year of 100 Thieves, that's wild. Yeah. Yeah, we won the LCS, and we, no, it's only played it four times. Um, doesn't pick it blind. One time was blind. So we always, we usually know what we're picking it into. He's got a 0.9 KD on it. That's the worst of any. Worst KP. Uh, upper third in death percent. Bottom in gold diff, XP diff, you know. Uh, stats are weird for support players. It's whatever. Um, and then, yeah, this is fun. Upper and gold. Let's percent. ask, let's ask cloud nine. What is uh CSD is his. Well, yeah, CS. I didn't, I don't think that I didn't write that one down. Cause I guess we, I figured... we don't subscribe to Microsoft. So we well, don't actually, know what support CS is. I'll tell you Cole, it's the best because <laughs> he, he's, he is actively farming on this channel. Mm -hmm. So here's the other thing about TK that you might not have appreciated that I think is actually a huge problem. Um, he, he's, taking up a lot of the team's gold percentage he's in the upper percent of total gold share so uh, it's like we're, let's let we're, it go it's fasting center let's let it go but we're pouring gold into him and what are we getting out of it like a below one kda that's <laughs> you know uh <sighs> so not only does it not fit the play style it's i think it just doesn't it just doesn't work uh from a lot of angles and look i know there's always a case to be made for every champion. That's why these champions are in the game still. Uh, I guess some of them, there is no case to be made, and that's why you haven't seen them in competitive play in like a decade. Um, but uh, yeah, I understand why TK is good and why people pick him. I don't think he fits our team, and I think we should stop picking him. Yeah, I I just don't like it. And, and every team that <laughs> plays it against us, it seems like they're good at it. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to make of that. Um just, yeah, really you know, it. sometimes champs just aren't your champs. You know what I yeah. mean? There's so, like, like I, I don't play Twitch. Okay, I'm just he, Twitch is just not my champ. Yeah, I'll play Misfortune, but I won't <laughs> play Twitch. And that's just how it is. And maybe that's how it is for Rui. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, it didn't work. And you don't see, you you don't get a lot of those. Like so, look, just picture picture us playing against the Tom Kench. Yeah. Okay, what is there are two things that come to mind very like prominently. I don't mean like a specific instance, but like two common things that happen a lot with Tom Kench. What are they? We get when we're hit, playing against them. We get hit with the knock up. Yep, the surprise knock up somehow gets two or three of us every time. Or, <laughs> yeah. uh, or they they devour one of us, and then we lose our carry. Dang, our brain sync isn't as good as I was oh, hoping it was. No, My pick for the other thing, which, you know, is subjective, is just ha us having fun. Is, you know, we're dear friends, aren't we? Uh, us dumping everything we have. Oh, that's kill right. Kill the that's Tom right. Kench, and yeah, it yeah, gets yeah. away yeah. every time. Every time! <laughs> All right? So, the, and, and you know what? We don't get that when we play it. We don't no. really have. Now, who he did get a double knockup, I think, in this game. There you go. So there was, like, uh, there was like this one moment, but 
I'm pretty sure we still lost the fight, and we obviously still lost the game. So, I don't know. We just don't play it the way that the other teams play it that seem to have better success. Now, you have Senna on here. Yeah. Now, this might be interesting because I think we might disagree on this. Let me hear your piece on Senna. Yeah. Um, I mean, stats are pretty good. Four games played, 75% win rate. Half the time it's blind. Uh, in, actually, in FBI's upper third KDA at 8.2, it's very good. Uh, it's the top kill, per- kill participation of any of his champs bottom third and death percent it's like these are good numbers right to have bottom and but here's here's where it gets interesting i I think this is probably where you're reacting bottom in damage per minute bottom third bottom third in damage share of the team and last in gold share obviously it's fasting senna um so it is a it is a really interesting uh set of uh stats because while he is pretty safe with it and doesn't die a lot he's doing a lot less damage than he usually is well and i think in this game specifically it was like well who's doing your damage and is it azir because doesn't seem likely uh we know it's not tom kench uh it certainly isn't volibear because he's bottom damage per minute too of all his champs uh so that leaves someday and you know i guess if that's what you want to put all your chips on there are worse bets you could make, but that's it's asking a lot, I would say. Well, I mean, like, look, Senna's not going to do damage until late, you know? Mm-hmm. You, you need that extra range and extra damage boost. You need all, <clears throat> excuse me, you need all the souls. So I'm not surprised by the stats. I am, I'm also not surprised by the win rate because I'm, I don't, I don't fully get it because I don't think FBI plays it particularly well. Mm-hmm. But the pick seems to work for us when we see it. Like, yeah. I'm never mad at the Senna, and maybe I should be, but I'm not. Like I'm, I'm kind of cool with it. And pe- and people put a lot of like attention on that pick in the draft. Yeah. And I think maybe it's because it's like, well, does that you know, does what we drafted fit into like playing with like a Senna and everything? And you know, it's arguable that it doesn't. Um, yeah. I, I that pick doesn't bother me. I don't know. I it's not. It's not what I'm clamoring for when I like, you know, sit down with my chips to watch the game. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> hoping we pick Senna, but I, you know, yeah. I think I'm fine with FBI Senna. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. You know, I mean, there there are bigger issues than there are. the Senna pick. First of all, we got two champs that are more contentious on the same draft, and we got things like. Uh, full engaging onto a fight while someday is just vibing on a recall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, probably Look, not standard strategy. We, we were fine in that game. We had, we were down like between two and 3000 gold for like a while, but we, you know, we were fine. <clears throat> mm-hmm. We were going to ride it out and we were getting stronger. You know, you've got a who comes on way late. You got Senu who comes on way late. We're just like kind of hanging out. We just need to keep the game reasonably close. And I don't know. I don't know what happened. Um, he just completed the recall, and the the rest of the team <laughs> took the four v five. Well, I, I, the, to be fair, I think it was a four v four. I think was it Fudge that TP'd in also. Yeah. Someone TP'd in also, but yeah, yeah. you know they all end from behind when mm. we needed someday as a part of that. Obviously the Gwen, we needed the Gwen. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the thing, and we and we, I don't know. Can't explain it. Maybe someone will have a reason for that happening. That comes out later this week. 
he, I don't know. He, it was a bad maybe, one. Maybe did he have an item he needed to complete? That's the only thing I can think of. And he was like, well, I'll go back. Well, even if he does, it's like if the fight happens, like, well, got to go fight. You know? <laughs> got to go yeah. fight. Remember, he TP'd in. Didn't he die after the TP, too? Yeah. So it's yeah. like, everybody well, died. you're going to die I anyway. Think... You might. Maybe maybe there's a different fight. I know there's one fight where everybody died except FBI. Yeah, I thought the FBI survived it, actually. But, yeah, it's it's like, and that was the game. That was the whole game. Yeah. This is the whole game. Um, from there, it became nearly impossible to recover, and then we had one more encounter that didn't go our way, so it became impossible. Yeah. And I think so, that encounter, mm-hmm. was that the one where Avi gets caught at the start of the fight? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that hurts. Now, if you watch that replay... There's like this little sliver of fog of war over mm-hmm. that wall. Oh, yeah. And it just so happened that Blabber was right, right. in there. It was hiding one whole Gragas. It's like, that it's was... so unlikely with the timing that that's not spotted out. It's so unlikely. So I'm not totally mad at him, especially because he had the zonias ready to go. Yeah. But that, yeah, I mean, he flat out got caught there and yeah. we can lose again but look my point is it ended up feeling and looking really bad and my tweet probably added fuel to that fire <laughs> sorry but it really it really wasn't right this is my this is my thing i always say it's like well it looked really bad but it kind of wasn't all that bad right you know that's kind of just the natural conclusion of that mistake at that time am i am i being too soft am i being too Grace, grace having, merciful. That's what I want. <laughs> uh, specific to Abadaga? I need some practice. This is the practice podcast, right? Yeah. It, we're going to go live is... in about 15 minutes. <laughs> we're just going, we're just reading the script. This is, this is what is it, a table read? That's what this <laughs> yeah, is. Table read. This is the table read podcast. <laughs> oh, no, we're live. <laughs> um, are you being too merciful for Abadaga? Is that what you're asking? Or just the, yeah, in or general, just in general, the, the whole the whole game and the whole team. I mean, yeah, okay. Look, we've played these these champs not together, but four to five times over the last year. We like the idea of them. We we experiment with these champions, Volibear, TK, and Senna. You know, every once in a while, we're like, you know what? You know what sounds good tonight? TK, let's try that out. Let's try it out. Let's see what happens. <laughs> oh, I got the like, perfect oh. analogy. Yeah, okay. Because you said it this way, it reminded me of the perfect analogy. Okay. <laughs> so there is a Wendy's by my house. Yeah. Like five minutes away. And it is probably the nation's worst Wendy's. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It takes like minimum 30 minutes every time you go there. <laughs> yeah. And they're always going to screw up your order. Uh-huh. And there and there's always something wrong with the taste of the food, also. Like it's just oh. every aspect of it is bad. Yeah. And so I don't eat Wendy's. I just don't. I mean, look, I don't need a whole lot of fast food, but on times like vacations like this, right, I find myself on the road with my family. And you know, that little like thing is just eating away at my brain. It's like, you know, but you're not at that Wendy's. Maybe you try Wendy's here and it'll be good. Yeah. Why don't you just pull off? There's a Wendy's there. They got the $2 kids meals. After 4 p.m. or whatever it is. Perfect. So just go to Wendy's and give it a shot. It can't yeah. be any worse than home. <laughs> and every time I convince myself of that, it's worse than at home. And the same wow. thing happened. The last time this happened to me, 
literally, so it, it'll like be like over a year goes by between me trying the Wendy's, right? <laughs> the last time this happened to me, I kid you not, we were on the road and I went into the Wendy's and I waited like 10 minutes just to order. And when I, it was my, finally my turn, I approached the counter and the person says, my manager said, I got to take stop. I got to stop taking orders for a while and just left. What? And I was like, hey, is it going to be like, you know, like a couple of minutes for a couple of minutes to catch up? Or is this going to be like longer? And she was like, I don't know. And so I was like, oh, I'll give it a couple minutes, you know, just to see. And you know what happened? A cook stormed out of the back mad and just walked off the job. Wow. Wow. That's... I had to leave the I didn't even get to order at the Wendy's. That's how bad it was. You couldn't even confirm that the food would be as bad no. as you feared it might <laughs> right. be. Right. Like, I didn't even get to order. <laughs> right. So it's like, you know, it's just, it, it, you just give it a bit of time. You just forget. Your brain yeah. just forgets and talks itself into doing things you know you shouldn't do, like going to yeah. Wendy's. Tom Kench is going to Wendy's. All right? <laughs> if you yeah. hear me say we're going to Wendy's, that means we're driving to Tom Kench. Yeah. You see someone else eating it, and, and they look like they're having fun. You're like, maybe that could be me. Maybe I could enjoy playing Tom Kench. And then you lock him, and your fans immediately tweet their condolences to themselves. And here we are, you know. Uh, yeah. So I kind of, I kind of chalk this up to that. This game, it's I. So I, I'll get back to your question. Are you being too merciful? Uh, look, Abadaga was outplayed this game. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he was. He was by Jensen, and I, I feel like that's oh, a, that hurts. Yeah, it's it's a particularly <laughs> tough spot to find ourselves. In. And he was he was <laughs> he played. I'm just in the chat. You know how much I've spoken out against Jensen. Like, no, Jensen's not the pick. And by the way, for the to set the record fully straight, I did want Jensen back in the day, but it was like last year when people were like, man, we should have gotten Jensen. And I was like, no, nah, that's not the move, bro. And then he five zero and six is a Sanyon. Oh, man. Uh, also, Jet calls him Yon, which I, I like a lot. I like oh, that's Jet. the reason I said Yon. I was like, oh, okay, is it? So it's Yon. It's Yon. Yeah. So we're, okay, we're it's, Yon. it's not we Yone. The, the Jet stamp for rule for Yon. Enter, now entering the Yon zone, and I wanted to leave the Yon zone. Abadaga didn't want to be there. Uh, that, that There's probably no sadder interaction than the E into the uh, shuffle <laughs> and it's w's away or whatever into, like... into no longer being in the e you know it's yeah. like oh that's a that's a rough one that hurts so yeah man he got he got bopped on that um he did okay but i, I think the the state of alarm overall like i don't look at this game and say oh my gosh we just lost to c9 and they're you know that's right they should never win again that's right all we did is we went to wendy's that's, that's all we right did. So I think if we draft differently, the thing that I'm actually most looking at from this game is Abadaga. Um, he he just got outclassed in that game. Yeah. There's no other way to say it. Okay, let's talk Abadaga. Yeah, I mean I don't know. I, honestly, I don't know how much more I have to say on him, but I would I would invite you. I feel like Look, maybe I've talked a little bit more okay. about it. Here's the, here's the stats for him this split. All right, very small yeah. sample size. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very small sample size. 20% counter pick rate. Okay, so he only gets countered a fifth of the time, or one out of the five games he plays. Yep. He has the most deaths 
among LCS mid laners. Maybe period in LCS. Who knows? Sixth in KDA. This is all among mid laners. Okay. Sixth in KDA. Last in gold differential at ten. Last in XP differential at ten by a lot. Mm. Last in CS difference by a lot. Uh, seventh in damage per minute and sixth in earned gold per minute, which is kind of weird. I don't know how that works out. But anyway, look, the stats are bad. Yeah. The eye test has not been very good in most cases. Like sometimes it's all right, but on the whole, it's like yeah, it just it just doesn't look right. But yeah. is he also just being a victim of camping? Right? They are three manning this guy. <laughs> Like every game. That's true. So, I mean, we talked about being the pressure sponge Mm -hmm. and not losing too badly. And I think like in the past, like we've talked about that with Sunday, right? But I think like a lot of it is when we say that, what we mean is like we're, 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 we're happy that someone is not dying too many times. Mm-hmm. And giving away the goal that corresponds with that. But the problem with Abadaga is even when even like he hasn't died a whole lot, all things considered. I, I feel like the way that they gank him and focus him all the time, it's like, yeah, it's not that many deaths considering, you know, all the pressure he faced. But he also just gets outlaned. Yeah. You know? So the the I question mean, like, is here, let me let me offer one quick addition to that, which is, you know, when he in this game against Yone, right? He's he's blowing cooldowns like they're on sale, right? Like he he is very susceptible to attack. And I think when you're being outlaned and you're having to blow blow your cooldowns to stay alive, that invites, you know, you you have lit the beacon and the support is going to be there and the jungler is going to be there. Heck, maybe the top laner shows up just to get some assist golden experience himself, you know? Um so that that is a compounding issue for sure. Yeah, well, as but you know, just to reiterate what I'm saying, because it looked like chat was, you know, th- that I I am saying like yeah, this the not dying so much thing is really good until you're also like giving away tons of CS. So the gold thing yeah. is like a huge problem, and it just comes down to like that old you know we we used to talk about like oh he's getting camped. Well, that means. The team is like, hey, if we camp this player, we're gonna win. Yeah, you know, and that's what we did to Summit, right? Yeah, and we neutralized Summit, who was like a great player. So when you camp someone who's, you know, less than a great player at the moment, it's gonna yeah. go really badly. <sighs> he was the best player, even. Like, yeah, right? He that's was the MVP. Yeah, yeah, he was the MVP, <laughs> right? And yeah. so you can shut down an MVP with a concentrated camping effort. Yeah, um, like imagine that. what you can do to someone who's less than MVP level. So, yeah, I get it. It's like kind of like you camp because it's a weakness, right? You know, if if you if you think this is how we win, then you camp. So I I get that. I mean, I said that exact thing in our Discord, but it hasn't looked good. I just I don't know. I think this is like past trauma for my Hunter Thieves fandom, where it's just I'm not at the point where I'm like, yeah, man, this guy just isn't a good mid laner because yeah. I don't in my heart of hearts believe that he's not a good mid laner. Yeah. And it hasn't looked good in any, any angle you take on it. It hasn't looked good. I still want this guy. Am I, is my heart carrying me away 
<laughs> what is what is going on here? But it, look, and it's also it's only five games. We have a history of kind of like ramping into the split with these guys, you know, doing better as we get in the playoffs. The the stomp by EG in the in the finals of last split kind of left a bad taste in everyone's mouth. You take that out, like say we like barely lost in five games and Avdaga played very well the whole time. I don't think we're thinking about this in the exact same way because he has a history of ramping up. Yeah. I I almost feel like I wish we had like a, a a war stat uh, wins above replacement. replacement, A lot of baseball. It's like, yeah, we were so close. We almost went back to back and we're, we're still here being like, ah, is this, is this the right guy for us? Um, who and, and he it, was the player we changed that in the split that right. we went and won the finals, right? Right. All the other guys were the same. So it, I feel like the 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 thought experiment that's kind of interesting to me is to say, you know, if we change somebody, like you just said that he's not the best player in the LCS. We know he's not the MVP. He he is somewhere on the continuum of best and worst players. And I don't think that it's so hard to imagine that you could find a player that would perform at a higher level than him, at least in the last split. And now split in two weeks, right? Let's call it. And I feel like what that, that tells me is, I think we at least got to be asking the question. Because finding a player who's better than him, that might have been the difference between us going back to back. Yeah. Right? It could be that that's the difference. And... And I feel like that's what the the math is gonna be until we either win again and he proves us all wrong that yes we can still win a championship with him even with EG ascendant and CLG. Hey, wait, wait! You said clearly. proves us all wrong. Be careful about that. I'm defending. Right oh yeah, now. yeah. But you know, in general, just you know, it doesn't. He's not the thing that's holding us back from. Like it wasn't because of him that we didn't win the, the yeah. trophy. If we can yeah. get it back together. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm look. I'm not saying it at, at all that we need to urgently replace him. You know, do whatever we can, but it does seem to me like he's slipping further down the power rankings in mid, and I think yeah. that's a concerning thing. If they just stop camping the poor boy, <laughs> it wouldn't be so bad. But look, I, um, let's let's go to a couple of listener takes that were on this topic. Um, yeah, especially because two of them were kind of the same thing. Uh, and guys, you gotta start. You gotta start trimming the fat a little bit on these takes. By the way, <laughs> sometimes I forget to remind you. Um, Mont says, "I could be very off here, but I feel like seeing Ava post pics of him flexing his designer clothes on his socials a lot, adding on to him severely underperforming, puts a sour taste in my mouth that he doesn't care as much or has lost his motivation to really try and be the best. I think this happened with everyone on the team, really, except someday after we won our first split together." They got very overconfident and then got humbled in early spring. Abba, I feel, still hasn't fully come back to the way he was in summer, both in play and mindset. And on, on uh, the similar you know, vein here, Zach Remsberg said, I've had this feeling ever since we won summer split. Abba seems to really have let the success get the best of him. He's always flexing on social media, always trash-talking teams after games where he severely underperforms. I hope he can figure it out. But having a mid laner down 50 CS at 10 minutes every game is not conducive to winning. I love Abba and hope he can turn it around. So the last couple things on Zach's take, you know, 
having mid laner down 10, 10, 50 CS at 10 minutes every game is not conducive to winning. For sure. And I love Alba <laughs> and hope he can turn around. For sure. Yeah. But then we have this other thing that both Mont and Zach are saying about like losing focus and like he's, you know, he's his focus is on like having fun and like looking cool and everything. I can't get on board with this. Okay. And so- I get the urge to because it's like it, you can see it, it can be like off-putting, right? Yep. Because of the way that our brains are programmed and how we are you know, how we look at things just we tend to root for underdogish people, right? So when you see someone who has gotten success, you expect them to be the Kobe thing, right? Like they're shooting at the gym at four AM. Right? right. Right. You don't you don't expect them to be like distracted by anything or having fun. It's just it's it's like you gotta think around the programming of your brain because the fact is <laughs> um you could even I, I even might make the argument that that is helpful to people in in the league scene because think of how like stressful and grueling a split is. Think of how many times like players burn out, you know? Right. If that oh if 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 buying a cool Gucci jacket and going out and having fun or whatever like is a way to ease your mind and relax and de-stress and have something else your brain focuses on even for a little bit. That's probably a net positive, to be honest. Yeah. And I and I I understand like you don't want to see someone who's not winning celebrating as if they're winning. Like, <laughs> right. the, you know what I mean? Like, I get that. I have that same urge. Like, I I can't pretend that I haven't noticed like those kinds of like posts on socials and stuff too, because I have. But I remind myself that that's just kind of the way it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like let the guy enjoy life, and it's not those two things are not causal right it's not like just because of that he's you know not doing well anymore now it's possible that he lost his focus and he's rusty and you know he his mind isn't where it needs to be that is possible so don't don't get this to me and i'm I'm ruling that out but i'm just saying we can't assume that that's what's happening i'm i can't fully support that take even though i understand where you're coming from Yeah, I mean, look, we've all seen this play out. Like, fortune gets to people, and it changes the way they think about things. So we know it's, that can happen. Yeah. Um, I think the tricky thing is, um, I feel like it just it's it's so hard to he could still he could he could be first in last out still, you know. Mm-hmm. We just don't know. Um. I mean, I think the thing that's there for sure is that he is he is not performing. I would say even at the level that he was when he first came, uh, which is like the kind of confusing thing. And it could be that just the quality of the competition is increasing. Like that's possible. We've got some some pretty good mid laners going right now. Yeah, and um, and let's not forget the dude won us a championship. Yeah, yeah. No, it, like he was up Flat against out. perks at that time. So it's 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 not to say that the competition was light ever yeah. but um you know jensen is playing really well like he's looking he's looking very capable still he didn't he clearly hasn't lost a step um so i guess to the take i would say um i would i would i would put it more to um i don't know i think i, I like what you said which is like it's hard to say that it's causal um and and look like let's not forget 
Gucci stuff is is part of the job. Like he was, you That's know, true. the 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 organization is all about that. So we're, that, well, we're directly tied to Gucci. Yeah. So him flexing Gucci the Gucci yeah. is kind of just part of the identity of the organization. Yeah, that's uh. Yeah. Um, and, and look, here's a counter perspective too from Glenn E. Taylor, who says, "Without piling on Abadaga, how much of the mid lane gap now are team issues, drafts, rotations, planning, taking the wrong fight, fights, etc., versus underperformance?" Yeah. You know, and and that also can play in i don't again i don't think we've we've played enough games to really feel convinced of a of a take here but you know yeah. clearly the team the team it's not like the only problem we're having is that the mid lane isn't playing as well as we want for sure for sure we know sure. that much right we know that there are some other things and those tend to impact the mid lane probably more than any other lane yeah and you know I, again, kind of going back to the, the Cloud9 game, they did the, the nifty tri-lane matchup thing. And I think that's the game where all three lanes were being shoved. Or Yeah, yes, yes. So nothing going, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like your Senate TK lane is not going to be under the enemy turret. So like with lane priority in every lane, you can see how they, they show up literally with four people um, on one of his deaths. And it's like there there, there isn't. You don't have enough buttons on your keyboard to survive that. Even you know the only way you can is if you play under your tier two turret while your tier one is still up. Like it's just not you're not gonna get out of that alive. So, you know, those kind of like that's a product of to Glenn's point, the the overall situation on the map. And he just so happened to be the person who was available and <laughs> you know, uh mid is the center of the map and it's the shortest trip. If you want to make sure you get a kill uh, for a couple of people who can roam. Yeah. So let's say this then. Let's end the Abadaga conversation for now by saying, yeah, we're going to be watching that. Okay. Yep. I, uh, and I'll reiterate the position that I've had for a long time with him is that I think no matter what, no matter what, we ride out this split with him. Yeah, for sure. And if, and if it doesn't go well, then yeah. Let's let's reconsider. Let's look at the options. Yeah. But man, we started slow last split also, and we made yeah. it to the finals. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Are, I. Is anybody calling for us to replace him now? If yes, yes. Okay. That are. that Twitter that is, Reddit. Yes. <laughs> that's troubling to me. Who? And I'll just ask this question, and I don't know the answer because I don't think there's a good one. Who would you get in the middle of summer split to replace and improve? A position, a position, any position on any team when every team is in the middle of the sprint to make it to Worlds. Do you intend to sign a free agent? Um, is available. <laughs> oh gosh, don't say that. I love um, Tommy. I love him. Or like a promotion, you know, promotion is is the basically the only option. Um, so yeah, it's look, now is not the time. You you want to splash cash to get somebody now, and there's you're never going to convince me you have a better chance of reforming as a team. And if we were to do this, I would very happily eat my hat. Um, it's just like the the odds on that are so long that you find somebody available in the middle of summer, and then you you sign them, and then you get good enough to actually make top three. 
feels like a, a real long shot. It does. So that's where we are right now. We're just going to ride this out. Uh, yeah, and Mikey in the chat says, um, Kobe mentioned on the dive, he heard whispers about Abba, which fielded it probably sure. Knox says you'd have to offer a trade. And I think, in my opinion, you'd have to trade closer someday, replace one of Abba, FDR, Huhu, and I would ask, when's the last time a trade happened? And Yale yeah. says, right. they don't happen. Yeah. So, so you yeah, just it's just it not going to happen. We're just going to ride out with Abadaga, and, and you know what? Good. Yeah. He won us one championship. We committed to him for another year. Let's roll. Yeah. Let's Hey, roll. Jackson. Yeah. Oh, Jackson's here? Hey, Jackson. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what about – do you want to talk about the meta really quick? Uh, yeah. Like how you think sure. the meta is affecting us and stuff? Because this is just – like you, this is about – this is about to be like the least informed I've ever been when giving a take. So, <laughs> and that, that's, that's saying something. <laughs> but but uh, it it seems like to my uninformed eye, mm-hmm. uh, the, this is like the, the combination of the durability patch and the meta. It seems like this is really not suited for us like to do well there's there's just enough survivability for everything that we can't execute on our early plays yeah seems like a lot of the champions that we would ideally take have are kind of weak right now um i feel like we just have to wait i feel like the the meta is such that we're just gonna be a little rocky and we have to kind of hope for a patch to happen (laughs) It is like the worst possible like thing you want to say right now, but it yeah. it just kind of feels true. Yeah. Am, am I cuckoo? <laughs> I don't know. Look, I'll just give you my my feelings on the durability patch. I like what it's done. I feel like you get more interesting moments and games. Uh, so it, in general, I'm in favor. I think the other thing it does is it opens up some areas of the meta that haven't been open before or as much. Um, and you know, I think the like CLG is an interesting case study. Who the heck knows what's going on there? Um, they're just they're just riding hundred T talent scouting coattails, and and boy, is it working out for them. Um, <laughs> so you know, I I don't think I don't think this meta is any more or less favorable just in general. Like, you know, really? it's not like we were an assassin team and assassins are no longer viable and oops, there goes our game plan. Like we're, you know, there's still but a we, lot of we things. We are an aggression team, right? At least yeah. we're supposed to be. I know we don't always play as it, but we're supposed to be. Yeah. We're supposed to be an impression. Like who was it? Uh, was it Azale? I was talking about in the cast. He's like, I was, when I think about hundred thieves, I think about all these turret dives, the early plays, the skirmishes or whatever. And it's like when you survive those so often. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I will yeah. those advantages. Maybe that. that's part of the reason why we're down every game early on. Yeah. And we just gotta wait and out hands everybody later on. It's not a great not a great recipe right now for winning. Um Yeah. At the same time, I mean, we're also good at team fights. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, like look, we're three and two. It's not like we we've lost every game, we're coming out worse yeah. than we ever have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so I think there's still enough things that are to our um, advantage that we like it's not like we 
we haven't come out as like, oh my gosh, 100 Thieves has had to completely reinvent themselves because the meta is so wacky um, and it's going to take them some time. Like we're still, we're still picking Orn. We're still playing Lee Sin. We've still got the, the, um, we haven't seen Ophelia so much. He must have gotten hurt. Well, uh, it's like, think about, like, it's similar to like Viego, right? Like Viego was nerfed last split. Mm-hmm. And we were still like, yeah, because closer Viego, like, yeah, he's still going to win with it. And I mean, he's still getting picked up. Wasn't contracts on him? It, Is that it one? didn't work. It didn't work. For us when we played him? Yeah. It just kind of like, eh, you know, yeah. just kind of stalled. Yeah. I think your 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 point is a good one, and it's kind of like the the same as when we did uh, the t- the TP change, right? Like that actually had a huge, yes, uh, I would say, true. a huge impact on on our early game plan. And I think this is probably a, a comparable level of difference that we're going to have to figure out. Um, I think we will. Job less. I hope we do. Um, let's do let's round out the listener takes and then do predictions and get on out of here. All right. Um, BC said, only one note from me. We really look flat sometimes compared to some games where we look loose and willing to fight anything, which is fine. And hopefully we're just knocking rust off right now. And I'm looking forward to the rest of the split. So it's like two kind of uh, two modes, right? You, yeah. One is like, we got this, we're fine. And the other is very tense and reserved, right? And I kind of agree with this. And I think it depends on who we're playing that day. You know, what yeah. I mean? like we're right. gonna be tense and and scared against the C9 and Team Liquid, EG. You know, maybe CLG. I don't think we'll be scared of them. I think we know them too well. But um, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's like it just feels like there's there's more to this take than there should be. Like when we're talking about professional esports with players with experience, yeah, it's kind of true. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, we broke the Dignitas curse. You know, we we finally beat them. So that's usually a team we have. Yeah, uh, final final boss Dignitas. Final boss Dignitas. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, here's the other thing. Like Cloud Nine. Are you, did you? Are you were you prepped for what they were going to bring? Because they only practiced for a few days. That's um, a really good point. That's a point we should have made earlier. Yeah, harder to prepare for Zen support because he's only there's, there's not a lot of tape there. I'm sure you... Jack was like they had four scrims or something. Yeah, so obviously that that can cut both ways. Hey, um, and at least we can celebrate Zen being back on the most punchable NA list. <laughs> All right, you're you're pu- yeah, he's no going just straight up there. Yeah, <laughs> he's going straight up there. The most prestigious of all awards. <laughs> the most goals. prestigious of the hundred talk awards. Most punchable in it. Most punchable in it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I think like my hope is that eventually we get back to the place where, you know, I you know the game is different. It's in a different place. Things just feel different. Like you you talked I feel like you talk about this a lot, just the game feel and like, you know, how much of this comes down to instinct. Durability patch changes a lot of that, so I think it's normal to expect that it's going to take some time for us to kind of recalibrate things. Yeah. Some of, the, I mean, look, and not all the stuff that we saw is <laughs> can you put to that for sure. Yes. Right. Um, but just like there were a lot of fights against C9. I didn't bring this point up where we we got completely wiped in a fight. I think there was one fight around twenty. It was like twenty five minutes into the game, we got uh, we lost the fight four nothing. Got 
left with no kills. FBI kind of limped away and then tried to do his his most valiant um, Baron defense effort. He gave it a shot. Um, nobody on C9 had more than one third of the health bar, right? Yeah. That is close. That's very close. I don't know how um, Berserker played Zeri to be a tank, but he was, he, <laughs> he, just, he just wouldn't die. He just never died. I think he played it really well, so that's yeah. probably got something to do with it. Jordan, um, perhaps this team is very adept at using their health bar as a resource, you know what I mean? I think it's safe to say, Cole, and I would have said it during the game had they given us the microphone. Um, but yeah, they they just, there were a lot of, the, it felt like there were a lot of those fights. Um, and I think sometimes that, for me, that feels like, okay, a guy limps away with two HP, you know, one, it's luck. Two, if we had a just a that much of a better sense for how these fights go, we could have probably got a couple kills, right? So, yeah. Fair enough. Um, Sen had a very interesting question. Perhaps like we can't, perhaps all we should do is pose this question and then, like, okay. you know, because it's a weird one, but it's just interesting, right? Um, he said, this is the second time we have seen, th- uh, th- this is tough. All right. This is the second time we have seen no improvement after the T1 boot camps. What is the point of these boot camps if it is not helping the team? Now, no improvement is a very strong judgment to make. It is. Because we don't know where the team was when they started the boot camp. Mm-hmm. Um, we also, if with the meta not being settled necessarily, you don't know exactly what you're prepping. So, and, and Pop Smithy was in the chat earlier. I don't know if he has anything to say about this, but with boot camps, like I'm guessing a lot of it is like kind of theory crafting, but most of it is like, let's, let's just work on our team communication and strategy execution. Let's, let's um, work on our macro and stuff like that. Right. And that's like, that's a big, huge part of the puzzle that needs to be worked on. It needs practice. The other piece of it, you may not be able to really like practice all that much effectively because it might just go out the window as soon as you come back in it. Yeah. So no improvement is a is a strong way to word it. Though obviously we want to look better um, after boot camp than we were before, but there's it's just hard to judge where you know where yeah. everything's at when that happens. But the question is is in and of itself very interesting. It's like look. Um, a lot of the explanation that was given by the team that we kind of came to accept uh, last year was that early on in the split, it was a little rough because the players had said they were, they needed a little bit more of a leash and a little bit more time off, etc. Right. And they reined that in. They gave more structure to the players as the season went on. And, you know, we saw improvement in the way the team played. So you're doing boot camp before that. Right, so maybe that's causing those feelings from the players, where it's like, oh, I really need a rest, which is totally normal. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, right? Did we do it to him again, and is this the same pattern? It's possible. Yeah, it's possible that it's just, hey, maybe we played a lot of league, we learned a lot of things, we're tired, we traveled, we're catching up. You know. Yep. It could be just like we're gonna be fine, <laughs> like it was last split. I know we lost the finals, and I know we lost them in a not great way, but we made the finals. <laughs> we beat some good teams on the yeah, way. So, for sure. you know, it's like, yeah, 
this could be all a flash in the pan. Yeah. And look, I think I just got to, I'm going to come back to this point that I brought up earlier, which is we're three and two. Um, and and I, I have to just, I want to hit another aspect of this, which is our two losses are against evil geniuses who are good still. <laughs> uh, and they're against cloud nine who I think I, I, I didn't pay a lot of attention to power rankings. Most people had near the top. Um, and small sample size theater, they are 2-0 and since having their actual roster uh, playing. So I know the game against the Toss are shaky. That was their first game back. That's so, the ultimate small sample size yeah, theater. It is. It is. But look, but I think that the point stands, which is people expect them to be very good. People expect this roster to be, I think somebody picked them to win, right? Like one of the yeah. kind of the, the analysts, maybe somebody on the analyst desk. So they always do. We... I would say it's not, it's hard. I wouldn't say that we haven't improved with our boot camp. There's no, you know, empirical way to actually establish that just because we don't, you know, there's no, uh, we don't know how the LSS has gone when we didn't do that. Yeah. Um, but I will say we beat TSM, we beat Dignitas, and we beat Golden Guardians. And those are three teams that you need to be beating regularly if you want to be where we want to be which is uh, at least you know winner's bracket positioning kind of yeah. throughout the entire split with a push toward the championship at the end right and so i'd say right now we're we're on plan um clearly there are things we need to work on clearly there are areas of concern that we've talked about um but i think it's it's time to pause the um alarm just snooze it you know let's snooze the alarm which brings us to our final take from Darkuth. He didn't even submit this take. This is just something he said in the Discord when <laughs> we were talking about sending takes, and I'm like, I'm using this. Yeah. He said, and his take is, I don't really even have a take from these games. They happened. We won most of them. It's fine. So Derek. my take is a big shrug, I guess. <laughs> we won most of them. I love that. That's it. We, were, we, we won more than we lost of them. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's where we're all right now, but you know we've been in this position before, so I I get why people want to fight about it. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, we're just gonna need to give it more time, and I know how much everybody loves to do that. Yeah, just but to be speaking really of patient. next, giving it more time. So next week, oh. the first game is against the Mighty Morphin Team Liquid. <laughs> Four and one, tied for first. Yep. They uh, they lost to TSM this past weekend, but they won a throw from FlyQuest. Yeah, FlyQuest totally was, threw that one. Was Fly, uh, FlyQuest was about to beat them? Huh? Yeah, yes, that's right. They definitely were. So TL um, almost pulls off the O2 week. Yeah. Against TSM and and Fly. And Fly okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, Team Liquid Honda. Ha Team, Team Liquid Honda, Honda Liquid. Team, Team Liquid Honda. Okay. <laughs> so. What do you think? Um, man, you know what? I got. I got to just. I'm going to say this. I think I'm going to start. This is what I'm. I'm, I'm going to commit to this for this split. I'm going to pick it based on half baked things that I think could happen. Oh, that's and the only way we do this podcast. Exactly. I'm. So I'm just. I'm. I guess what I'm saying is I'm just going to stay consistent to my core values here. Good. I think we beat Team Liquid because I think their coaching staff forgets to ban the champions we're good at, and we get to play <laughs> them, and then we beat them. I think that's how this game goes. Okay. 
Uh, yeah. Interesting. Th that, look, that's that's what TL's core values are. So they're just sticking to their guns too. <laughs> nice. Love the digs. Uh, here's the deal, though. Good teams. They are they're a good team. Yeah. Good teams don't string a lot of losses together. They lost TSM. They were about to lose to FlyQuest. I think those are more wake-up call than anything else. I think they're going to be on point this upcoming week, and we are not looking like we're quite there yet. Okay. So I, I think uh, we actually dropped this game. Um, and also, on the personal curse, personal effects side yeah. of things, Bjergsen, man. Dude is going off. And you know how much that goes against everything I hope and wish for. So... <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna beat us. They have to. And his his um, uh, uh, who was it he played in that last game? Castlevania champion. Oh, Swain. Yeah, Swain. And that it that champ. They must have changed something with his ult because his ult lasted for about forty five seconds at and one point. It did so much damage. And it just melted everybody. It was insane. Such a cheat code. Anyway, um, so yeah. I think we lose to Team Liquid Honda, and then the next day we play Immortals Progressive. <laughs> <laughs> the two of them together i like that because you, you can't say progressive immortals because that sounds really weird <laughs> immortals progressive who is yeah. one in four tied for ninth place progressive immortals like a weird super pack yeah, yeah. right yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh we can't go there uh lost to eg and dignitas so that and dignitas also sitting at the bottom of the standings so yeah uh, and I'm, also I'm gonna go out on a limb and say we're gonna win yeah Especially because they don't have Yohoppa anymore. Oh, yeah. And that was a guy who is definitely going to get wins here and there against us because of me. Yeah. And talking on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I think we win. Um, I just think Immortals is not a team that is going to win many games. And I don't think they'll beat us. And we, I mean, we're going to pray for Kenvy to win games that when it's not us, but it is us yeah. this week. So I know. I All know. right. So you've got us 2-0. and oh, I've got us 1-1. One and one. Of course, I'll be right. So we look forward to talking about that next week on the yeah. pod. We do. We sure uh, do. Again, I'm going to be in my home court. So it should be a good time. Yeah. Uh, we have We have one cool thing coming up for sure. Oh. So I'll go ahead and say this put it out there on the radar for you guys um coming in mid-july will be finally the hundred talk community versus the flight check community in rec league yes all right so get ready for that yeah start practicing assemble our crew because the pride is on the line here wait uh, we're not playing in that are we i think we are Oh dear. Okay. <laughs> uh, we'll figure out the details there. I think we are playing. Ooh boy. All right. But, uh, calling all uh, professional players we know. Beast, he says what game? This is, of course, League of Legends because most of our podcasts center around League of Legends. Yeah. We're going to need a hard carry. <sighs> Though maybe we need to do another Valorant pod here soon. Um, but yeah. So that's uh, all. I'll, I'll give you guys the exact date when I confirm slash remember, but I'm pretty sure we've got it set. Cool. Um, so I think that's in. I think that's two weeks from this upcoming Thursday. Sounds um, right. So I'm still going to be on vacation <laughs> for this week, so there's not going to be any uh, any rec league this week. But we should be back to fully normal schedule the following week. So we the fourth of July. Oh, 
wow, your audio got messed up somehow. Oh. Really badly. So what a great time to end the pod. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks for being here with us from the special From the Basement edition. From the Basement Media Room <laughs> uh, edition of Hunter Dark. We look forward to talking about our one-on-one weekend next week. Mm. 2-0. 2-0 weekend. Look forward to it. Uh, I can't listen to Jordan's buzz anymore. So we love you and we miss you already. Take care.